What is up, ladies and gentle nerds? It is Graham, also known as Hamhawks42, and today's episode, as always, is brought to you by my buddy James, who in high school took me aside and said, dude, you should come play this card game. I think you're going to like it. And uh, as always, we're going to be looking at a random magic card on Gatherer, which is the official magic card database of Wizards of the Coast, and we're going to look at a random card, and we're going to talk about it. I'll talk about it for at least 10 minutes. So I'm going to go ahead and scroll down. Let's go ahead and click on random card. Here we go. Here's always the most nerve-wracking part, the anticipation, because you never know what you're going to get. Something great, something terrible, hopefully something interesting. And if it's not something interesting, well, that'll just test my skills. And if you want to see whether or not I can do that, may I direct you to episode number two, Throttle. Because <laughs> that card is not particularly interesting. And also, this is demonstrating how I desperately need to upgrade my computer and my internet service provider because we're still waiting. Wow, I'm gonna go ahead and restart this. So, all right, random card. How about we actually do it this time? Yes, no, check, check, one, two, is this thing on? Eh, 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 yeah, that, yeah, there we go. <laughs> okay, so I'm laughing because I was really hoping that we would get something interesting and what we got was island. I'm not kidding. I just pressed random card and I landed on island. And that island is from the Plane Chase 2012. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right. So this particular island from Plane Chase 2012 actually has uh, some artwork on it that I really enjoy. This artwork appeared in a number of different locations and it is by the one and only John Avon. If you're not familiar, uh, I don't know him personally, but I'd love to shake his hand because that dude is a phenomenal artist. There's no question about it. And this particular image appears on a number of different lands. I personally have, I wanna say five or six of the uh, eighth edition versions of this particular uh, this particular artwork, and I know that because actually in going you know building my commander decks, one of the things that we you, that I do anyway that I think a lot of us do. So you may be able to identify with this. Uh, I always dig through my lands and make sure like find particular um, styles or particular artists or particular art that I think is especially cool, and I try to tailor that to the theme of my deck. So for example, if I'm building like an Artifacts Matter deck, you know, uh, I'm going to look for all my old Mirrodin lands because they're all metallic and, you know, very artifactual. Sure, that's a word. Why not? <laughs> they have that very, that artifice kind of feel to them. And naturally, I mean, the plane is made of metal, so that makes sense. So you know, and a lot of the times I'll look for art by the same person. And so John Avon is one of those names that I can't help but look for because his landscapes are just fantastic. And so like when I'm looking through my my basic lands, a lot of time when I find his stuff, I'll set it aside and make sure that like, okay, that's going to go into a deck somewhere because it just, it all looks great. And just, I can't help but want, like I gravitate towards his artwork Um because I don't know how else to put it. It's just phenomenal. This particular art for this particular island is an older one. It's been around for many, many years. So this particular printing was Plane Chase 2012, which is from one of the kind of the, the dark years when I wasn't playing the game. Um, the dark years for me, I understand actually a lot of really great stuff for the game happened during that time. But, you know, it was in my blind spot. But this particular artwork 
dates back to I think Invasion was the first time this showed up um, and I honestly believe it or not I don't know I don't have an encyclopedic knowledge of basic land art I just happen to know this one and this particular image resonates with me it shows a beach uh, that's clearly like there's a a lot of craggy rocks kind of in the middle distance and you know clearly something that mariners would really have to be careful of and in the very in the foreground there's a beach that also looks pretty rocky and in the in the very far distance you see a large um what looks like some kind of natural spire and you know it looks to me like I'm, I'm no geologist, but it looks like some kind of volcanic island chain that we're on here. And, you know, the, these outcroppings are just various volcanic uh, rocks that have kind of jutted up from the from the sea floor. And one of the details that really is striking is like one is the sense of distance. I mean, the sense of depth and the sense of field, you know, that spire in the distance is like partially obscured by clouds. And so you can tell it is very far away and it's really freaking huge. And because it's like partially obscured by like clouds or fog, um, you're, it's not exactly clear what it is. You know, for all I can, for all I know, it could be some like kind of gigantic tree, you know, whether that's realistic or not, I'm not sure, but we are dealing with fantasy settings here. So, um, it could be it could be some kind of gigantic tree. It could be some kind of rock um, formation. It looks very natural. It doesn't look man-made. Um, you know, it's kind of uneven and it's clearly well. It, it's asymmetrical in that way that only natural uh, structures tend to be. So that's really cool. But then the final detail that really drives this particular piece home for me, anyway, is in the very very foreground. In the lower left-hand corner of the art are what appear to be two spears. Now, I don't know if they're actually spears or if they're some other kind of... Um, they, they could also be like hooks off of which you might hang a lantern or something like that. But they're clearly some kind of long pole with a large ornate kind of handcrafted head on them of some kind, whether that's a staff, whether that's, um, you know, like I said, some kind of spear, some kind of hook, some kind of other like polearm weapon, or if it's designed to be ornamental, it's not clear. And on top of that, we also don't know anything about the civilization that made them, but they happen to be these pieces that are clearly artificial. You know, they're there are there's a long straight pole with some kind of ornamental something on top of it. So it's very clearly designed. It's clearly made by hands, whether we, whether they're human hands, merfolk hands, what whatever. But something made them and then stuck them into the into the sand, presumably, on this beach but then actually the more you look at it the more i'm now questioning whether or not those are in fact stuck in into the sand on the beach or on the beach there are a number of dark figures that appear to be rocks you know there they appear to be um little collections of rocks on uh, uh you know well it's a rocky beach okay whatever but then the more i look at it the more i wonder are those rocks or are those bodies I can't quite tell because um, if they're bodies, then clearly in the foreground and presumably further off of the camera, we have 
the aftermath of some kind of battle. And that's really evocative. That's really intriguing. You know, I don't know if that's what we're looking at here, to be honest. I, I don't think so. I think those are intended to be rocks. But it gets my imagination whirring, and it gets me thinking. And that is what a beautiful piece of art really can do. And so here, you know, I've been talking about this for seven minutes now, and it's a basic island. Like, there is no gameplay implication that I can go into. Um... You know, there's nothing I can talk about about the interaction. It's a basic island. You know, if you're not, you know, if you're new to the game or if you don't actually play the game, but you happen to maybe know me personally or so you are checking this channel out for any reason, I appreciate that. Thank you for coming by. And islands are just one of their five basic lands that just everybody needs to know if you're going to be playing Magic. An island just happens to be one of them. Um, you know, there are actually six basic lands out there because uh, shortly after... As I understand it, I think it was in response to Commander becoming very popular and the color identity of the Commander mattering, they created the Waste, which is a, uh, a it is considered a basic land, but it taps for colorless mana because the Eldrazi make colorless mana relevant. And so they decided to create a basic land that you could fetch for with cards like Rampant Growth or Explosive Vegetation that produced colorless mana because colorless mana mattered because there was a second there where they almost kind of made a sixth section of the color pie which was colorless and that was to represent the eldrazi which operated outside of space and time as we know them to as we know it um and therefore they kind of operated outside of the color pie and outside of the rules in some weird ways so that was interesting and as a result we all now have to deal with void winner so i don't really appreciate that too much um but in any event basic lands basic islands they're just it's just bread and butter magic. This is just, at the end of the day, you gotta have these if you're gonna be playing blue. Uh, I mean, there are ways around it, I suppose. There are a, a ton of other non-basic land options that are out there in the world. But in the end, there's nothing wrong with some good old-fashioned basics. I can't tell you how many decks I had back in the day where my entire mana base was just 24 of these bad boys. Well, and based on the fact that we got an art that has been reprinted many, many, many times. I mean, Wizards has gotten some crazy mileage out of some of these older John Avon pieces for their basic lands. I mean, I have no doubt that in those decks and those, you know, mono blue control decks I was running back in the day with uh, Bribery and Sakashima the Imposter, uh, I have no doubt that you know, which were not the $20, $30 monster cards they are today, by the way. Those things were, um, you know, like $2, $3 decent rares. <laughs> oh, how times have changed. But in any event, I've no doubt I had this artwork in my decks back in the day. Because um, it's just good. It's just good artwork. Ah, yep. So uh, for those curious, this is the Plane Chase 2012 uh, basic island card number 137. If you if uh, you'd like to look it up, so you can see the exact artwork that I'm looking at, you can um, you know you can look up that particular card art, or if you would rather, you can also check this uh, show out on YouTube. If you are just listening to it with your ears, it is posted there every single day at the same time that the podcast goes live, um, and you can see my lo lovely face. I mean, first and foremost, I focus on the audio. That's my main concern. But I figured, hey, I already have, I have this webcam in front of me. There's no reason I can't just slap a, you know, slap it on and record with video. Additionally, 
uh, speaking of recording with video, I also stream over on Twitch. That is twitch.tv slash hamhocks42. I am there every Monday through Friday from 5.30 to 6.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time uh, because I'm a psychopath. And that is actually my morning workout. And I've decided I'm going to either be good at competitive magic or I'm going to get in shape. And so whenever I lose games, I have to do whatever the the workout is for the day. Um, anyway, thanks so much for hanging out. It is a pleasure as always. I will be back tomorrow and we will see if I can get something interesting or if I'll be talking about planes. We'll see. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks so much. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. I'll catch you later.